Did you know using your browser in incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? Take back your privacy with IPVanish VPN. Just one tap and all your data, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be instantly protected. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. Use IPVanish on all your devices, anytime you go online at home and especially on public Wi-Fi. Get IPVanish now for 70% off a yearly plan with this exclusive offer at IPVanish.com audio. Save big money on everything for your next project at Menards. Spring is here making it the perfect time for outdoor projects. Suncast storage sheds are an excellent solution for protecting outdoor lawn and gardening tools. They're easy to assemble, and the all-weather construction provides water resistance and UV protection. Save big on Suncast storage sheds. View our selection of Suncast products today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money at the opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Welcome to SEO 101, your introductory course on search engine optimization. So, turn on your computers, open your minds, grab your mouse, and get ready to get back to the basics. SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm is now in session. Hello, and welcome to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. This is Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and my co-host is John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Digital. Happy Monday to you, buddy. <laughs> Happy Monday to you too, man. It's been a, it's been a crazy one, that's for sure. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know the feeling. Yeah, it's been a bit crazy. I got had a headache since I got up this morning, and now I'm literally and uh, yeah, it just I'm seems not, to be I'm being pulled every direction. <laughs> I'm, I'm personally kind of wishing I could go hang out in the alley behind your office. That's <laughs> yeah, I'd be kind of waiting. There's some kids out there. I'm kind of waiting for a nice, relaxing puff. <laughs> <laughs> Usually, I just get all that beautiful secondhand smoke. Yeah. Uh, it's a wonderful thing. Not um, actually, we're. I'm looking at a new house right now, and the time will come finally when I'll be out of this place. Nice. It'll be nice. It'll be very nice. And, you, and are you saying you get a new house and you'll be all excited because you can smoke in private? <laughs> <laughs> no. <All right. laughs> no, it doesn't do too much for the comfort, uh, the um, concentration at work. <laughs> How about you? How are things? They actually came out with a new scientific study saying it actually does kill brain cells. My response was, duh. Duh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. I try to have a conversation, a detailed conversation with a stoner. Good luck. Yeah. yeah. So, um, wow. Things are going on these days in the algo. I noticed that uh, Google has finally, although we have yet to see a result, changed how they are uh, well at least they've, they're supposed to have increased the frequency of new domains in the in search results right and or at least diversification was, i should say yeah and this was a big deal i think this first started being a problem really when they first um switched to that really brand focus when it was really a brand focus we started seeing a lot of domains it used to be that you could only get the most you could ever hope for was 
two results on a page. The, the first result that you got and then an indented result right underneath it. And then they made that switch towards, you know, really promoting brands. And all of a sudden, like I did, used to do a search on Yahoo and every single listing in the top 10 was yahoo.com. Wasn't even, it, it could have been a subdomain like autos. But it was every single one, all 10 were yahoo.com. I just did it now as we're talking. And Yahoo has number one, um, and that's it. There's there's Google, there's Twitter, there's Match.com, Wikipedia. There's lots of different domains in there now where, you know, six months ago, every one of them would have been Yahoo.com. Hmm. That's impressive. Yeah. That's the first time I've heard anything. Um, there's even questions on Search Engine Roundtable. Did the update actually work? <laughs> so I guess it did. <laughs> yeah. Okay, good. I... Uh, I think that that's a good step. I don't know whether or not it's going to make things a lot better, but I think uh, it's a necessity, to say the least. Yeah, agreed. All right. So what else is going the, on? The search days? engine, the, the, this, the reputation management folks are probably very happy about that right about now. Because <laughs> that, that, when they first did that, that really hurt the, the reputation management recovery business because you know th- a lot of those things just fixed themselves for brand searches. I bet some of those problems are back and the reputation management folks are salivating about now. Mm. Yeah, that could be pretty good, although that might also take away their business. Why do you say? Well, at least the people who are hired to fix them anyway, fix the issues that have reputation I think I think the issues are going to come back now with this diversity in domains because now a lot of those negative things can show back up for brand searches where they where they couldn't before because the brands were monopolizing results. So it's actually oh, going to give more business to this reputation management people than take it away. I guess it could, or it might. might uh, I don't know. You see, if if you're like a lot of those reputation companies, uh, not always, but a lot of them will be creating content on different domains and trying to push down all the other stuff. Yep. And as long as they did it on different domains, which I think they would only have done anyway, that's just the logic, because frankly, Google never liked providing more than one result for a domain. I mean, they did, but they didn't, it wasn't their purpose. So right. typically, you'd think they'd be in a better situation right now. Um, but then you're right, there are instances where it could pull in some bad stuff. Yeah, I mean, if you if you're Yahoo, and I'm just using Yahoo as an example, just because it was the one we used a second ago, and you had a bad listing in the in the top five of your results, and someone you know YahooSucks.com or something like that, then they made this brand switch, and then that domain went away because it was all Yahoo. Now that it's switched back, it's possible for YahooSucks.com to come back into the search results, and that's where the the reputation management folks are going to see their services needed again. And I, I don't think there is a yet. There might be a domain, yahoosucks.com, but I don't know for sure. It's not showing up right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it's been bought. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, hey, on a geeky note, and I just had to include this, did you know that Warp Drive may be more feasible than thought now? Go on. <laughs> there was a point where they, de- they decided that the only way Warp Drive could be feasible is if you could generate enough power, the equivalent of, of the, the, I guess, the energy um, built into Pluto. Well, now they this they, using this new tech. Do um, I guess listen to how technical I am? This new uh, <laughs> mathematics they've created. Um, they could the power sli- supply would have to be pretty strong, obviously, but it would be the size of the Voyager spacecraft. Interesting. It, That's it's significantly a, smaller. <laughs> it's amazing. It's amazing what Star Trek has done to us because last year they did it. They transported something. 
It was just like atomic a photon the size of some protons, but it was actually transported from one place to another. And that's like yeah. the, the, the transporter, the first step for a transporter. Yeah, let's hope that that, that uh, warp drive goes a little more fast, a little faster than that. They're already building it in house, a, a, a small version of it. Inside, inside, quote unquote. White and his colleagues have begun experimenting with a mini version of the warp drive in their laboratory. <laughs> the fastest elevators known to man. <laughs> Uh, anyways, it says, we're trying to see if we can generate a very tiny instance of this in a tabletop experiment. <laughs> wait, wait till that's in, in, uh, in popular mechanics to do it yourself. <laughs> I just had this vi- vision of this little mouse sitting on a little sled with a little warp drive attached to the back of it. <laughs> <laughs> Pull a string. Yeah. And a big chunk of cheese at the end. <laughs> He got it. Then it worked. It worked. <laughs> oh god. Okay. I had to. I had to include that geeky part. And uh, okay. <laughs> um, I, you you got to help me here. My head is pounding. So what's next here? Um, so, any other news you've been ca- catching you know, up on? I saw here? something really interesting on on um, Barry's site as Round Gibble. He did a poll talking about asking people if they recovered from the page layout algorithm update that happened, that was a while ago, wasn't it? Just like almost a year ago. So Google did an update where, you know, the they called it the Google page layout algorithm is what they ended up naming it. Basically, if you had a lot of ads showing above the fold, not enough content above the fold, there was this cool little chart somebody made that showed you the different screen sizes and, and where it would fit. Um, and pe- people got hit by that. You know, it, it hurt their revenue, it hurt their rankings. Um, and he did a poll to see if people had come back from that. And only 21% of the people that he polled had successfully come back from the, the page layout algorithm. 70% were still being affected by it. Wow. That's pretty incredible to me because if, if you know enough to answer the question, you should know enough to redesign the page. It's <laughs> uh, so not something that says Google's you know, page layout algorithm is bad and nobody can fix it. It says 70% of the people that answered Barry's poll didn't take the time to fix it themselves. So if you're one of those people, fix your site. Hmm. I, I can't really fathom that. Uh, but then, you know, I, I guess they could think that it's just going to change or, oh, no, their site's not affected. How could it be affected? It's not that bad. They've yeah. seen worse. I get that all the time. I get that from clients all the time. Saying, you know, why did my site get affected when everything else is fine? I mean, I see all my competitors. They're just as bad as me. But I got nailed. That doesn't make any sense. I'm like, well, they have to start somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> you were the lucky one. <laughs> exactly. But it's, it is honestly one of the most common arguments I get. Uh, it's more frustrated argument I get from clients. It's like, but, 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 but. but boggles my mind is somebody asks you a question and you're smart enough to understand the context of the question to know that the, your answer is no. I'm still having problems with this. Why? It's a year later. Haven't you addressed it? Maybe it's not as big an issue for you. Maybe it's it's not really hitting your bottom line. Maybe you don't have the resources or time or the skills to do it. I could get that, but it's been a year. And if if it makes a bu- makes a difference to your business, whether it's this algorithm update or any other algorithmic update that happens out there. It's take the time to make the changes you need to make to, to, to recover because mm-hmm. I guarantee there's plenty of articles out there telling you exactly what to do. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, 
yeah, infathomable. What what other sort of things have you been running into at the and the job lately that's that you can share? Um, um, I ordered a whiteboard. <laughs> <laughs> I've got so much stuff going on, Ross. I don't know where to begin. I, I'm uh, juggling so many balls right now. Um, most of which I really probably shouldn't talk about. Ah, uh, too bad. Yeah, with me, one of the things I'm frustrated with right now is actually, um, we're going to take a break in a minute, but I wanted to just get this in, is uh, a client of mine who um, we were doing, uh, trying to get back into Google, he he'd had some issues with uh, some duplicate content and some really bad links. Um, actually, he had some over-optimization. He pretty much had the whole smorgasbord of things wrong with it, um, and he contacted us to have it fixed, so... Um, we, I said, well, we'll do our best. So we, we removed a lot of this stuff. Some of it was left by mistake, and we did a submission, uh, reconsideration request, and Google said, no, no, you got to fix this. We did. In fact, we overhauled it even more, cleaned it up pretty dramatically, and uh, now I'm like, okay, I don't see any reason why we won't get in. It's been seven weeks since the last recon- reconsideration request and no reply. That's inconsiderate. <laughs> yeah, but isn't there something about... I think I've read in the past, and maybe this is just old, that, that you know, you do your first one, and, and that one they really pay attention to. If you if you mess that one up, then you're kind of like at the bottom of the priority pile from then on. Well, and I, I totally get that. I mean, it was four days to turn around the first time. But, I mean, they say several weeks. Fine. Several weeks. Seven. That's seven. <laughs> well, seven weeks max, they said. You know, it's like, what? It's just getting a little long in the tooth. Anyways, you know, we really, really did try to get this thing improved. And then I realized they had some issues. But, you know, people are human. They're going to make mistakes. Anyway, it's, it is frustrating when I see that kind of thing. They're already being vindictive. So why don't you just help out a little more here? <laughs> so, so is it really vindictive? We've talked about this. Or are they just oh, trying I think to so. clean up their results? No, they could clean it up by just devaluing all the links instead of quote-unquote, penalizing people. I still stand by that 100%. Yeah, I'm still, I'm still on the fence. <laughs> All right, well, while you sit on the fence, let's take a break, and we'll be right back. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. Hello? Digital World Expo 2012 returns to the Mirage Hotel and Casino Event Center in Las Vegas, September 27th through the 29th. Join hundreds of internet marketing professionals and learn how to grow your business during three days of non-stop networking. Learn the best steps and best practices for mobile marketing, augmented reality, search engine optimization, social media, internet advertising, and over 30 more topics at this powerful event. Network with professionals from all over the country and learn how to beat your competition by attracting new customers through interactive media channels. Whether you are a seasoned pro or a newbie, all of our educational tracks are structured for all levels of understanding and marketing backgrounds. If your focus is brand awareness, online revenue, or staying on top of today's new media channels, then don't miss Digital World Expo 2012, September 27th through the 29th at the Mirage Hotel and Casino Event Center in Las Vegas. Register now at digitalworldexpo.com. That's digitalworldexpo.com. How much time do you spend on SEO research and competitor analysis? What if we told you that there was an easier, faster way? 
Search Metrics SEO software propels you to top positions on search engines around the world with our unique global search, social, and competitive data in over 60 countries. Gain a competitive advantage today with SearchMetrics.com. That's SearchMetrics.com. Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is AuthorityLabs.com. Authority Labs uses automated daily rank tracking tools to monitor your site's performance or leverage their API to build your own tools. No matter what animal-labeled algorithms affect your ranking, you should be using Authority Labs. Unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your clients updated and save countless hours of creating reports. Whether you're running sites with just a few or millions of keywords, what you need is AuthorityLabs.com. Your virtual webmaster frat house. Webmasterradio.fm. Hey, bring your togas. Webmasterradio.fm. Thanks for listening. Webmasterradio.fm. We're everywhere. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on Webmasterradio.fm. Hello and welcome back to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm, hosted by John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Digital, and myself, Ross Dunn, C- CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc. You guys say, now we're here in Epic. You guys are trying to distract me. i got this damn <laughs> chat going on here. <laughs> I was like, oh God, am I muted? <laughs> no, we can hear you. Can you hear me? <laughs> I can hear you. Good. Oh, live shows. They're so... Uh, live. If you can't tell okay. me about technical issues during the break. <laughs> <laughs> Which um, is the best so, time to have them if you're going to have them. Yes, yes, indeed, yes. Um, so we got some questions today, and actually I ordered them incorrectly, so I tell you, it's been a good day. Um, but I wanted to start with uh, one from Paul Mycroft. He says, I'd be interested to hear your opinion on the less is more argument about title, ter- title tag character counts presented here. And it's an article from SEO Gold. Um, essentially the gist is, um, there's no point in, in repeating the same word you're trying to get a ranking for in the title tag. Uh, just like, for example, the, the example they used is SEO services dash SEO services by X company.com is not the best way. It should just be SEO services. Now, personally, uh, what do you, I don't know. What do you think, John? I, I, I know what I think, but go on. <laughs> well, let's hear what you think. You started first. All right. Well, what I think is, well, first of all, you got to have some sort of, of uh, oh, man, lack of words, um, detail to this. Uh, it's not the word I'm looking for, but essentially it should be like SEO services by company name, you know, not just SEO services. I'm sorry. If it's a title tag for a page, it's your homepage, you should have your company name in there. So show some some understanding of what they're looking at versus just SEO. I mean, if everyone had SEO services, it would be a pretty boring uh, uh, search result page, <laughs> personally. True. But yes, I do agree that you don't need to repeat it. I mean, come on, it's it's 2012. The things have improved a lot for Google, and, and it's 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 their algorithm is much more sophisticated than that. What is, what's your thoughts? So this is how I look at it. And, and I've looked at it this way for a long time, so it, it may not be completely accurate today, but it's still a good foundational way to approach it in my opinion so if you look at a title tag and let's say you have um, 10 words right 10 words in your title tag and each each of those words are worth 10% of the weight 
of the targeting of that title tag. Okay. So mm-hmm. if you have 10 words and the first two are your target phrase, that's 20% of the weight, right? If you add it again, that's not 40% of the weight. That actually hurts you because now you're competing against yourself. If you have, if you, you know, and people talk about adding a bunch of phrases, right? So let's say you add variations of phrases into the title tag because you want to try to target, you know, semantic type of stuff. Well, if you, if you then have 20 words because you added all these extra phrases because you want to hit semantic, now each of your, each of your phrases are worth 5% of the total weight of the tag. So it's, it's really good to use economies of scale and really focus in on what's most important and just do it the one time. You, I totally agree. There's no reason to repeat it over and over again. That'll probably end up getting you in trouble more than it'll help you these days. Um, yeah. But, but just think about be as specific as possible as to what you're targeting for that particular page and don't try to play games with it. Just be there and do it right. Yeah, the only time I guess I could question whether or not there would be a benefit or not question, but if you added a synonym of that phrase, something that's definitely different um, and didn't have any duplication, so it was just like SEO services um, by step forth and then a hyphen um, search I don't know. <laughs> this is pretty weak, but I so, mean, I think I've seen it work. Search engine optimization. So, services. so think think about it this way: if you've got two 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 pairs of words in a title tag that are synonymous, that that usually are connected. So, you have one title tag that says, um, "Sell my house, homes for sale." Okay, you got a house and homes, sell and sale. Both those two are semantically related. They they work, but would you really think that that's a good title? Would you think that, that homes for sale and, and sell my house should be in the same title tag or should that be two separate content? I mean, yeah, I think it contextually, like you said, the engines, the algorithms are so much smarter now. If you had one page that was sell my house and one page that was um, homes for sale, I was for sale. two completely different um, targets, even though those two phrases are semantic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. I mean, really, I was trying to find some way that that would work. <laughs> really, just make it simple, people. Simple, simple is is best. Really target it, and you know, add some context. That's the word I was looking for. <laughs> um, you know, make sure there's Welcome some. The show, yeah, it's not bad a day. I'm having. Oh dear, I need a drink. Um, <laughs> okay, so I hope that helped, Paul. It's uh, you know, simple is good. Okay. Uh, wow. The next so question. I do, I do agree with the question. Says less is more. I would much prefer a shorter title to a long one, without a doubt. As long as you can get your targeted phrase in there. Yeah. Now the next question is from Francois. Um, the question is for social signals. Uh, she says I'm tracking social activity on my site within Google Analytics through the social plugins tab. I get data on the number of posts or recipes that are printed along with Facebook likes and tweets. Could this printing activity be considered as a social signal by Google and help boost my author rank? I that's an interesting way to look at it, but I, I honestly I don't think so. I, I think first, basic at this point, to say that author rank algos are simple makes uh, would be a uh, wouldn't be too much of a stretch in my opinion. Um, I think they're being very cautious with it, and social signals as is. Are, although they are being built in, I don't think they're being built into the level a lot of people think they are. What What are your thoughts, John? Uh, I'm reading the question. It sounds like the printing 
mechanism that people are using or going through one of your social plugins, which to me probably means it's a scripted function, which means the engines are not going to see it happening anyway through that plugin. Mm. The odds are that they're not even seeing that in that particular case. Social signals as a whole um, are definitely something to be aware of because, I mean, they might not have a huge percentage of the algorithm right now, but they're going to. They will. And, and having that history of social and having a history of being involved in getting social signals will help you when they start making it. Like Just like an older link is probably a little better than a brand new link, same thing with these social signals would be my guess. That if you've been having a lot of good social activity around your site for years, when it finally matters, that's going to be a benefit. And, and speaking of social, there's a, there's a few tips for social on socialmediatips.com. What's that site again? Uh, socialmediatips.com. <laughs> well, we just have nice. to get that in there once an episode, you know. Just got to try. Uh, <laughs> you're trying really it's coming well. along, though. We're getting some good authors on there. And anyone else out there who'd like to help out, please, please, please. It's going to help everyone. We want a place for people to be able to go and learn social fast. That's the goal. So nice. hopefully it'll be a good place. And thank you for adding your own. Yes. Okay, John, now that the commercial been- break's over. Oh, yeah, fine, fine. <laughs> Welcome back but, to the SEO 101. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Um, I want to get on the show right. Why? Oh, okay. Um, now, here's a good one. Matt, uh, he says uh, he's got a duplicate content issue. The scenario is he's got multi. Uh, he's got a multi-million page dynamic website receiving duplicate content warnings in Webmaster Tools because of queries. He's in, it's indexing pages like www.example.com slash this new page and also www.com or example.com slash query equals this new page. He's wondering if there's a, essentially he's wondering if there's a way to block a question mark query equal command. And you know what? I, I was going to research this before we started and I didn't get a chance. Do you know no off the top? To. Absolutely. So the, the, he has a question, do you do it with robust text or HD access? Neither one. Go into Webmaster Tools and devalue the query parameter. So you can go to Webmaster no. Tools and tell them that don't pay attention to this parameter so that, that URL wouldn't even exist in their eyes anymore. But he has done that and what happens is it removed both. That's the trick. That's the, the bizarre thing. Uh, hmm. yeah. Why would it move, remove both? They're different, different URLs. We, we do know that the search engines, Google specifically, is very, very clear in the guidelines saying we do not want search results in our search results. So they don't like, you know, I, I don't think I've seen them. Well, he doesn't say he's been penalized, but they do not like search results in their search results. Um, so if anytime you can, if you're building a website or working with a designer or developer to build a website and a lot of pages are being generated by querying a database, make the URLs look like they're not search results and make the page look like it's not search results. That will make a difference. But to his particular problem, I don't know why it would do that. I don't know why yeah. it would take both pages out. It doesn't make any I, sense. That was the one that, that that's what stumped me. I mean, I'm... <laughs> No idea. Uh, I do know that um, what I would prefer to do if I were him is is change how queries are done and just add them into a subdirectory like slash search. Then at least you could block that whole directory. So if he's really good at programming, he could 301 redirect the query pages to the example pages or put a dynamic um, uh, 
concanical uh, tag at the top of those query pages, pointing back to his um, non-parameterized, if that's a real word, <laughs> URL. Well, I'm glad we're keeping it really simple for everyone today. <laughs> so, so it's really it's two simple things. Really, if you if you if you are a programmer, it's simple. If you're not, this could, you got to pay someone to do this. So every time there's a query, so he gets one of these kind of URLs, the top of that, in in the header, it should dynamically insert a canonical tag pointing, saying this page is actually the one, the the first one, the the one without the parameter. So so that would fix the problem there. Um, And additionally, that would probably be the way I'd go other than a 301 redirect, actually. Hmm. What do you think about actually just putting it into a subdirectory like search and then you just block the whole directory? Um, I actually like the canonical tag better because if someone happens to link to one of those pages, it passes the juice. Hmm. True enough. I like it. Okay, well, let's take a quick break, and when we get back, we'll tie up the show. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. Rise links and web indexes. Take a bow to the largest link map in the world. Majestic SEO. Majestic SEO wields its virtual sort with speed and accuracy to deliver detailed reports of your company's link data and that of your competition. Let Majestic SEO make you your own king of internet marketers and join the crusade of clients and agencies that have chosen the noble choice for link intelligence. MajesticSEO.com Maximize ROI to use your time and let Majestic wield its mighty sword. MajesticSEO.com. It's good to be king. WebmasterRadio.fm has compressed thousands of podcasts and all of our radio shows into the ultimate internet marketer's knowledge base. Introducing the new WebmasterRadio.fm mobile app, absolutely free and now available for iPhone and Android users. Listen to our live broadcasts at the push of a button or access our complete archive of shows, past and present, like SEO 101, Affiliate Buzz, The Shoe Money Show, The Daily Search Cast, and so much more. Read through our blog for continuous industry news and programming updates and socialize with us through all of our social media channels, including Twitter, Facebook, Google+, and YouTube. Download the new WebmasterRadio.fm mobile app, a must-have for every internet marketer on Earth. Download it now from the iTunes Store or the Google Play Store today. How much time do you spend on SEO research and competitor analysis? What if we told you that there was an easier, faster way? Searchmetrics SEO software propels you to top positions on search engines around the world with our unique global search, social, and competitive data in over 60 countries. Gain a competitive advantage today with Searchmetrics.com. That's Searchmetrics.com. Start your search engine and send your servers into overdrive. It's WebmasterRadio.fm steering you into the winner's circle. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. 
Welcome back to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm, hosted by John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Digital, and myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc. So, John, I hear you are going to be doing some speaking soon. Yes, I'm headed back out to SMX East in uh, New York City. Actually, not back out to. It's like I can see it from my window right here. It's across the river. So, <laughs> But, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm glad to be back at SMX. I love that show. It's nice. Awesome. Yeah. If, I, uh, if anybody's going, please let me know. Post on the Facebook page. I'd love to meet anybody who wants to, to, to hang out and say hi. Wicked. Yeah, I'd, I'd love to make it to those. They're just so darn far away and expensive. <laughs> but uh, someday, someday, someday. Um, I have been to them before, but it's been a long time. Yeah. Well, you know what? I think uh, we need to tie things up today. It's been a, a good show. Um, do you have anything else you'd like to add or anything? Uh, no, I'm good, man. It's been it's been a great. I can't believe it went so fast. These live ones tend to go a lot faster. <laughs> no doubt. Well, on behalf of myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and John Carcutt, the director of SEO and social media for Advanced Digital, thank you for joining us today. If you have any questions you'd like to share with us, please feel free to send them to myself either via Ross at stepforth.com, uh, via John at Twitter. That's at John Carcutt or post it on our facebook.com slash SEO 101 podcast page, and uh, we'll be sure to get it on the show. Have a great week, and remember to tune into future episodes, which air at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern, every Monday on webmasterradio.fm. Have Thanks a great for week. Listening. Thanks for listening, everybody. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. If you've got a passion for pumpkin, you've got to get to Dunkin' and pick these up. Our new pumpkin cream cold brew. Smooth, bold cold brew topped with velvety pumpkin cream cold foam. And our delicious pumpkin spice signature latte. Rich espresso topped with whipped cream, caramel drizzle, and cinnamon sugar. And our perfectly pumpkin donuts, munchkins treats, pumpkin muffins, and more. That's how we pumpkin at Dunkin'. Pick your pumpkin at Dunkin', like our new pumpkin cream cold brew. Pumpkin spice signature latte. And our perfectly pumpkin treats. America runs on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. Exclusions apply.